0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to a brand new episode of Kaiju Conversation. I'm your host, Elijah, and joining me is a special guest today, Travis. How are you today, Travis?
1: I'm doing good. Thank you for having me on.
0: Thank you for... I I know I promised you an interview like five months ago.
1: Yeah, I know. And then there's been other interviews. and I mean, the fact that I got bumped down so that you could interview your grandparents. Like I, I'm just so offended.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like this is retaliation for being offended on your podcast.
1: Yeah. Well that had <laughs> nothing to do with me.
0: <laughs> I want did.
1: to I want to clarify that had nothing to do with me. I was not even on that episode.
0: <laughs> yeah it's all Michael. It's all Michael's fault. Let's let's just be honest here. Yeah, Everything well, is Michael's fault.
1: Michael's been canceled so many times. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, you know, I just, we, the Kaiju Conversation Twitter just hit 400, and he said he was going to unfollow, and then we lost a follower. Like, that's pretty suspicious. I'm pretty sure Michael <laughs> is, like, a mastermind behind everything.
1: Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, trust me, I I have to remind him of what we're covering on our podcast he is not a mastermind of anything because he's got too much on his plate to try to mastermind anything we we recorded our episode this uh just er we had to record it early this week because we uh we had a guest on and he messaged me uh like 15 minutes before we're ready to record he's like do you have the show notes for this week's episode i'm like michael i messaged them to you like two days ago (laughs) And I told you to give them to our guest. And he's like, oh. And he's like, oh. So I'm guessing that you didn't forward them to our guest? (laughs) Since you're asking me for them now? (laughs) but It's all good. It's all good.
0: (laughs) You know, I'm going to get a a mean message from Michael when this comes up tomorrow.
1: And
0: he's probably going to say that I'm canceled again. (laughs) (laughs)
1: oh man well yeah but i mean well that's the thing i i do all of like the um admin stuff for our for my podcast mine and michael's because he's got so much on his plate already you know he's got family responsibilities and i'm a single guy with no real responsibilities um (laughs) my biggest responsibility is my cat so um so you know i do a lot of the 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 admin stuff i gather the the news i gather the the fun facts i i uh put together the show notes i do all that kind of stuff and so you know it so then that's that's really that's how our podcast works it's not It. i'm not trying to throw him under the bus and say oh he's a terrible co-host like that's just the way we work because of our, the way our uh, day-to-day lives are, <laughs> that I right, can handle right. doing that stuff more than uh, he can, because he's got other stuff to do.
0: Right. And, you know, I still need to get him on here. I just realized that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now now I got to come up with something to interview him about. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, I know we've already gotten into talking about my podcast. Have we even actually mentioned what my podcast is on here?
0: (laughs) Well, I think I've talked about it a few times. I, I certainly have on the social medias, but I don't think we've actually addressed what is your podcast. (laughs)
1: well i am the host or one of the hosts of the kaiju weekly podcast which is a weekly giant monster podcast that is about celebrating uh the giant monster genre uh especially the weird side we like to embrace the weird side of giant monster movies and uh yeah we like to introduce them to new fans and we're just really all about celebrating them and having fun um that's you know that's generally what the podcast is about, and it's just it's me and Michael hosting it. Um, we It started off with uh, me and Steven uh, in this iteration of it. We started with me and Steven, but Steven had to step away uh, because of family responsibility, so Michael stepped up and, and uh, went from guest host to regular host, and uh, yeah, we, we uh, just... Oh, man. I was going to say we just celebrated our one-year anniversary of continuous episodes, but really that was six weeks ago so it's been that long yes <laughs> six weeks wow. ago we celebrated our one year anniversary and uh yeah so it goes by fast that's the, that's one of the things I, I really appreciate about mine and michael's podcast not you know not to put anybody else down or to uh to toot our own horn, horn too much. But uh, we are one of the few weekly Giant Monster podcasts. Mm-hmm. You know, most most Giant Monster podcasts are bi-weekly or bi-monthly, however you want to say it, or uh, something like that. And 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 even of the ones that do weekly episodes, we as far as I know, we are the only one that covers Giant Monster movie news at the beginning of each episode. Um, so yeah, we... we uh, we like we set ourselves apart a little bit there but we also gave ourselves a lot of work to do each week <laughs> to gather all of that stuff together and prepare uh, so it's been it's been it's been something but yeah yeah uh, the the weeks go by fast when you every week you're doing a new episode yeah
0: I, I got busy and I got like behind a few episodes and now it's like
1: I'm behind
0: oh no because you guys keep you keep posting and I just keep
1: falling behind oh i know the feeling man i know the feeling i have gotten behind on on my podcast on the different podcasts i listen to and uh and i was like you know i have to choose pick and choose which ones i'm going to catch up on now because i've gotten so far behind and yeah so uh i it's 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 something i i used to be a very i mean i still am a very avid podcast listener um i've always been a huge fan of podcasts but uh I changed jobs uh, recently. I'm not doing the same job I did. And, and the previous job I, I did, I was driving five to six hours a night uh, for seven days a week. And so I could listen to podcasts you know, all night long, and I could stay up to date on everything. But since changing that job, it has been harder for me to keep up with everything. So I fall behind a lot easier now than I used to.
0: Yeah. You know, now that you mentioned that you just changed jobs, I feel like one thing that we really need to address is who is Travis Alexander.
1: Oh, uh, well, let's see. My Twitter, my Twitter profile for my personal account says I am a, uh, and how do I describe? How did I describe it? Uh, I'm an avid nerd with a heart of gold, or, or. A talkative nerd with a heart of gold, I think, is something like that. I'd have to pull up my – but, yeah, that that basically describes me. I am a nerd. I am – I'm into all kinds of nerdy things, um, not just giant monster podcasts. I – you know, I'm – or giant monster podcasts, but giant monster movies, I mean. Uh, I'm also into comic books. I'm into Star Wars. I'm into Star Trek. Uh. All that good stuff. Uh, I tend to lean towards the weirder side of things. Um, <laughs> and anybody who who knows me uh, or has gotten to know me knows that I tend to like get obsessed with some of the weirder stuff. So like, I love giant monster movies. And, and Godzilla absolutely is my favorite giant monster. But I have become obsessed with a few giant monster movies that other people are like, what? What is this, and why are you even talking about this? <laughs> Could you list so, them off? Well, um, I mean, of course, the one that you're gonna, you want me to talk about, which is yes. Yeti, yes. Giants of the 20th Century, um, <laughs> that I have had the privilege of uh, of introducing people to. um, they don't see it as a privilege i see it as a pure joy um they see it as uh psychological warfare <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah things like that attack of the killer tomatoes i love so i i'm on the weird side of things um i love i love common rider that i've gotten really big into common rider um that's that's one of the things. It's not that's not a weird thing, but it's just one of those things that's a little left of center than what most people in the nerd community or even in giant monster movie community might be thinking of. Uh, one of my favorite superheroes is Streaky the Super Cat, <laughs> which is which is uh, Supergirl's pet cat from Krypton. So, <laughs> and has all the powers of Superman and Supergirl. So, so yes, I, I tend to lean towards the weirder side of things.
0: Hey, man, you introduced me to one of the best movies of all time. So, I'm, I'm perfectly happy with you embracing the weirder side.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean... It, what what I, I've told people um is no one has ever accused me of being unenthusiastic. <laughs> um because because when I get when I get into something, I am extremely enthusiastic about it. Um and yeah, so so um to the to the chagrin of everyone around me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> By the way, your Twitter profile says socially awkward nerd. With socially
1: awkward. Word. Uh, okay, socially awkward nerd with a heart of gold. I think that I think that's a, a good description of me. I, 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 I always have a hard time describing myself um, in any kind of meaningful way. So, but I thought that was a yeah, that's a really good concise explanation of who and what I am.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. So you mentioned Common Writer, and you've mentioned the golden movie that is Yeti. How were <laughs> you exposed? to tokusatsu
1: um well it 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 depends on what what part of tokusatsu that you're you're talking about because because godzilla is tokusatsu you know um and i i always say that i inherited my godzilla love um because my dad was a godzilla fan and i don't remember when godzilla became a part of my life because it was just like it's always been there um I cannot tell you what the first Godzilla movie I saw is because I've been watching Godzilla movies since before I could remember watching them. So it's like I don't remember what the first one was. Um, I'm guessing – I always I always say I guess that it was either Son of Godzilla or uh, Ibera or Ebera um, because those were the two VHSs that were the oldest of the collection that we had. But that's that's just an assumption on my part because I don't either, you know, I can't <laughs> tell you. For sure, if those were the first ones I saw. So yeah, so I, I've been a huge fan of Godzilla. Not so much King Kong through the years, but but Godzilla for sure. Uh, and then you know I grew up with Power Rangers. I'm a '90s kid, um, so I grew up with Power Rangers. So of course, Power Rangers is you know an, an adaptation of Super Sentai, which is a Tokusatsu show. Um, so that's kind of an avenue to it. And then. Uh, how I got into Common Rider was that there was a a spin-off of Power Rangers back in the 90s mm-hmm. called Masked Rider. And I never actually watched the series, which is what's really strange, because I never actually watched the series. For some reason, I, I guess it either was canceled too quickly or something. I never got around to watching it. Um, but the images, the like previews that I saw of this bug themed this grasshopper themed superhero with a motorcycle just stuck in my mind all the way until i was a teenager and i was like finally i, I had to look up where did this come from where did it go what what's going on cotton eye joe um and <laughs> and so i looked it up and then i found out oh you know common right this was common right This that was an attempt to add adapt Common Rider for American audiences, uh, the same way that Power Rangers was, and so then I started watching Common Rider, and I'm like, oh, this is actually really good, and I have become really, you know, kind of obsessed with it. I love it. Um, Ultraman has been a fairly recent thing for me because uh, Ultraman, all the releases that have been in the U.S. through Mill Creek, uh, I have finally gotten into Ultraman. Uh, and, uh, I, and I enjoy Ultraman. I enjoy it a lot. Um, I still enjoy Kamen Rider more, but I think, uh, that I, I do like Ultraman. And so, you know, it just kind of, it, it grew from there. Um, and especially when I decided to start doing a podcast about giant monster movies, because I, I've always liked kind of the weird giant monster movies, like giant Gila monster. Of course, loved Godzilla. Uh, I loved Gamera watched the original Gamera movies of course Mystery Science Theater 3000 had an impact on that because a lot of those uh, Gamma movies uh, we watched through that back in the 90s uh, and so yeah just when I started doing a giant monster podcast I decided to branch out from the ones I was already familiar with like Gamera and Godzilla and all of those and start getting into some of the more uh, left of center ones And that's when I've kind of gotten familiar with some of these other, you know, giant monster things that have, you know, came in and and really just, some of them are really good. Like, there are some really awesome giant monster uh, material out there. And some of them are not so good, but they're a lot of fun to watch. And that's where Yeti is. (laughs) Yeti is is absolutely a terrible movie, but it is so much fun to watch.
0: How dare you? That movie is amazing. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's it's something it, they dubbed the dog which is just the most amazing thing they dubbed the dog and it doesn't sync up
0: listen you don't know what Yeti truly is until you get the blu-ray and you see oh, it man. in HD
1: <laughs> oh man oh man it, that, it's something and I tell you what really what introduced me to to Yeti specifically was I had started listening to some other giant monster podcast, um, you know, keeping tabs on the competition. Uh, <laughs> not really, but, uh, and, and so I started listening to Gargantia cast and I started listening to Tokyo lives and both of them put out an ep- uh, separate episodes about Yeti on the exact same day and did not even know each other at the time. And so it's like, I have to see this movie if two separate podcasts are in, independently reviewing this movie. I have to see this. And and so I watched it and oh boy, then the glory that is Yeti.
0: <laughs> and then you made me a fan.
1: And now yeah. I have
0: two copies of
1: it. Yeah, yeah. I think you've become more obsessed with it than I have. <laughs>
0: I think, I think, Travis, you can say that you've learned that when I get into something, I obsess, and I will and not.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's one thing that me and you have in common, because I am the same way. Like I said, no one's ever accused me of being unenthusiastic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, I really need to know, what got you into podcasting? Like, why did you pick this? Why did you decide, hey, I want to talk to people? and do it this way?
1: Well, I've always loved to talk. <laughs> <laughs> wow. If people can tell uh, by listening to this, uh, I love to talk. And and it's more, It's it, I think it comes from just me being a single uh, kid, you know, an only child. Yeah. Um, and not. I didn't have a, a lot of friends. I had friends, but I didn't have a lot of friends. And so I, I've just kind of developed this Type of personality where i love to talk and love to share information uh with people that i find interesting uh even if they don't find it interesting <laughs> and uh but um more specifically about the podcast um like i said i've always been a fan of podcasts i i've i listen to um the the weekly planet which if anybody yeah. is not aware of that that is a an australian uh, based podcast It's two Australian guys who who run it, and it's all all things geeky, nerdy type stuff. Um, they are hilarious. I, I love listening to them. They were one of the first ones I started listening to, um, and then uh, started listening to some other podcasts after that. And 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 now not none of them were giant monster podcasts. They were all just kind of in in some of my other interests um, in the world, you know, in that realm and. I started thinking about, I was like, you know, I don't know of any giant monster podcasts. I don't, uh, you know, and, and I would love to do a, a podcast about something and I need, it needs to be something that I know, because that's mm-hmm. the thing. You, you don't want to do a podcast about something that you don't know. And I know giant monster movies. Uh, and so I got with my friend Jake at the time. And I said, why don't we do a giant monster podcast? And he was all for it. Uh, he had never watched really any giant monster movies. He was not very familiar with it. So we started with the format of me being the super fan, introducing him to these movies. Um, that lasted, I think we did seven or eight episodes of it. And we weren't regular. We, we called ourselves Kaiju Weekly, but we were not on a weekly schedule. Um, we just did it. Whenever we could, and uh, the quality wasn't great, we, but we had fun. It was it was fun, and that was the main thing I wanted to do. Mm. And uh, like I said, I didn't listen to Giant Monster podcasts, and as far as I was concerned, there were no other Giant Monster podcasts. Now, after the fact, I have now learned well, Kaiju Cast, of course, was going for ten years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it would have been about like seven years at that time. Um, and there were a lot, there were some other ones out there. I mean, even Tokyo Lives had started before we even started and we just, I, so somehow those all slipped by me and I was like, Oh, I'm doing this really new thing that no one's ever thought to do before. Of course people have thought to do it. What am I thinking of? <laughs> um, but, uh, anyway, so, so after Jake, uh, after me and Jake just kind of we, we stopped doing it because we just life got in the way. we couldn't handle doing the podcast anymore. After a year or so, I decided I wanted to do it again, because I had so much fun doing it. Jake wasn't coming back, so I was like, well, the only way I'm going to be able to do it is if I have another person, because I cannot do it alone no one wants to just sit there and listen to me talk and talk and talk. And so that's why I'm going to shut up here in just a second. <laughs> um, but uh, so, so Steven stepped up and Steven said uh, he would, he would join in with me and and I didn't really know him. I just, I knew him through another group. Um, so we didn't really, we had not interacted that much together, but we, we decided to to come together and, and make this podcast, and start it back up, and Steven really helped me get it going again, and then he's like, look, I already run my own podcast, it's a video game podcast, I cannot, you know, I can't manage two weekly podcasts, that's just too much for me, and deal with, because he has kids, and a wife, and everything, and so I said, that's fine, and and we had already had Michael on as a guest, and so I asked Michael, I said, would you like to be the regular host and and fill in for Steven from now on and he stepped up and the rest is history. 50 50 episodes later. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Like I said, no one wants to hear me talk this much. Let me shut up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say, you know, Travis, I mean, you're basically doing that right now. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I know. I know. Well, I just... I know this story so well because I've had to answer this question a few times because um, I have been on other people's podcasts and stuff. So
0: Wait, I'm not yeah.
1: special? Yeah. Well, no, you're so special. <laughs> you're, you're podcast number four, five? I think you're only like the fourth podcast I've ever been on that's not I'm, my own.
0: I'm your Mothra versus Godzilla. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, yeah, there you go. See? See? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you pretty deep there. I, I don't really have any other questions um about about the the history, the lore of the kaiju weekly.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have I should have I should have just given you brief answers and then let you come in with more questions to expand on. But like I said, I have answered this question uh so many times that I'm just like it's it's like burned into my memory <laughs> so I just went off on exactly the, the, the thing I have memorized
0: <laughs> so there was actually one thing you didn't mention and I think that is why we are here today not only okay. have I wanted to have you on but you are doing something that not many people have tried to do and most of them haven't been that successful. Now, some have been, but not a lot of them.
1: Don't give me the stats on the unsuccessful ones, because (laughs) I'd rather not know. Uh, Never tell me the odds.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was just going to say, what is the one kaiju ramen? What is it?
1: Well, it is a... Magazine uh, that is giant monster based kaiju based um, that me and Michael are putting together uh, For fans for fans of tokusatsu for fans of giant monsters in general Uh, and We we kind of felt like there wasn't enough of this kind of um, fan magazine out there in this genre so we wanted to create something new and something different um, of course G fan is the big one and and everyone knows G fan uh, who's in the the community uh, but we wanted to do something that was more uh, focused on the fandom itself and less on just reviewing the movies or giving history about the movies and, and we do that we do we're, we're planning on doing that too but for but we we want to also focus more on the fans themselves and yeah. how, how really just great and diverse and creative they are. I mean, cause people in this fandom have been doing amazing things. They're just they're cre- creating their own suits their own, you know, Godzilla suits and stuff they're creating their own costumes and designs and they're creating their own comic books and card games and 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 writing novelizations and and everything and we just we've decided to uh, That we wanted to kind of celebrate that and that's kind of where kaiju ramen um, That that's the idea behind kaiju ramen
0: Right. Essentially, it's a magazine for the fans by the fans.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Plan on expanding and showing the wide world of the Tokusatsu and Godzilla and Kaiju community.
1: Right. Yeah, and 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 one of the things that we wanted to do um, because uh, the the idea. Spawned, and, and I won't get into it because it, it's not fair to to um, to the people who who um, were involved in this. But but there was some controversy that happened online, and there was a lot of the controversy was behind ones in the in the fandom who were uh, expressing certain biases and certain agendas in their. In the in the content that they were putting out to the fan fandom at large, mm-hmm. um, and so we wanted to create kind of a, a this this magazine that didn't have that that didn't have you know biases against certain groups or or for certain groups and and agendas towards something. We just wanted to celebrate the fandom and the movies that we love without all of that and just have fun.
0: Yeah. And so so you wanted to create I'm trying to because there's something it's essentially it's a community magazine that has that is trying to show the best of everything, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, you could say that. Um, I've I have kind of compared it to, um, if anybody is, it knows uh, Wizard Magazine back in the day, uh, Wizard Magazine was, was great for comic book fans, um, in, in if you were, but, but one of the things that we wanted to do different than what even Wizard was doing back in the day was they were, they, they got into the, the um, into covering scoops and like news topics, and that became that dominated the magazine a lot more than what it used when it did when it first started. And we do have a news segment in our magazine, but we're not trying to be an authority on news or films or anything like that. We're not trying to you know have the cutting edge information. Um, right. We're just trying to celebrate the genre and the community of people who express their love for that genre in unique ways.
0: And that's that's really notable cuz we don't really have anything right now that I think does that. You know, it se- it really seems like everybody is they're showing amazing work but there's nobody that's promoting all of it. It's just kind of they're off doing their own thing and it's really awesome to see a magazine coming out of almost nowhere here saying we're here to support everybody's work mm. we showcase the like like I, like you and I have both kind of been saying here and I'm kind of stealing from your from your podcast kind of opening the wide world of tokusatsu
1: fans (laughs) yeah uh yeah that's the thing and there's so many so many creative fans like i mentioned there's so many uh, different ways one of the things i think as an example of just like some of the creative ways that people express uh, their love for giant monster movies the the figure uh photography when Mm -hmm. when people when they take these these the toys or figures of these giant monsters and they and they do this amazing photography with it now for me i was I, that i've always seen that and and it's not and i'm not trying to be offensive to anybody who does that because it's it's beautiful work but it never caught my attention it never really like turned my head because it always seemed like people were just trying to use the 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 figures to recreate scenes that were in already in movies and so it just never for me personally never turned my head and then I saw someone who did something different with it and and created and instead of recreating scenes from the movies he was creating atmosphere and emotion using plastic figures and the fact that he could capture feelings and emotions in figures that had no expressions or at least they or their expressions were molded into their face and they cannot change their expressions and and he was capturing these feelings and emotions and and stuff it was like it really inspired me and I was like you know what that's that is something that people deserve to see and people deserve to know about. And so what we're doing in our magazine is we have a section I and mean, we have, our, our magazine is split into thirds. Mm-hmm. So we are, our, our entire front half of our book is uh, our front third of our book is, uh, news related. So anything that's going on in the world of giant monster movies, we have a, like I said, we have news segments and then we'll have expanded news articles for, uh, like articles that that need more attention um the first issue which is coming out in january um we have an article that i wrote that is all about the um the the new uh statue and experience that's in awaji island uh in japan that's the giant uh godzilla life size godzilla statue that you can zip line through um so i wrote a, you know a news article about that and everything our the second third of our book is um, what I call the history section, but it's not really history. It's more of exploring the cultural significance um, of these giant monster movies and, and you know their impact on history and culture and how they embrace history and culture and what we can learn from them. Um, the first article in that section is um, King Caesar is about King Caesar because there's a lot of uh, history behind King Caesar that I was not aware of until I was made aware of it from a friend of mine, uh, a friend of ours, because you know him too. And so I had him write an article that was all about that, the cultural history behind King Caesar. And then the last third of the magazine is all community-focused. It's all, you know, it's, it's completely focused on the kaiju community and each article is going to be about a different part of the community. So, uh, and one of, the, one of the articles that we're going to have recurring in each issue is a section called Artist Alley. And we're going to feature an artist who is in the world of giant monster, the giant monster genre. And we're going to feature just a, a sampling of, of some of their artwork and also a bio about them, a, a little like one to two paragraph bio about about the uh, artist. And we're also going to include uh, social media links and store links and stuff where people can go and follow them and, and buy some of their work and where they can uh, reach them if they want to commission work and things like that. So that's... And, and, and artist is not just physical media art like drawing, painting, sketching, things like that. We want to expand it out to the cosplayers, the photographers, the all of the different types of, of ways that people express their love of giant monster movies.
0: Yeah. Um, so, would you say part of the reason why this magazine is aimed to show the love is mir- mirroring um, yours and Michael's love for not only tokusatsu, but it, it's... To me, at least, it's been really clear since you started, restarted your podcast, that you have a love for the community, and you don't want it to be a bad place.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, and and I and I love creativity. Um, I am a creative person, and one of the reasons, going back to one of the reasons why I uh, wanted to restart the podcast uh, is because it was fun, and because I needed a creative outlet. Uh, and because if I don't have a creative outlet of some kind, I go nuts. <laughs> and, and so because I'm such a creative person, I love seeing other people's creations. And so that has always, that that's what I've kind of, when I came, when I, when we started doing the podcast and I got onto social media, I, I never used Twitter uh, until I really started doing the podcast. I, I was on there, but I only used it to like retweet a few things here and there. And, then I started getting on Twitter a lot more, and so then I started seeing some of the creative things that people were doing, and it's like, oh, wow. And so then I got to know these creative people and how great they are, how just interesting they are, the stories they have to tell. And, and I love giant monster movies. I love Godzilla. When I was growing up, it was I was pretty much the only one around. Um, my dad, of course, w- w- loved it, and he's the one who fostered my love for those for for giant monster movies. But then my dad left. He's no longer part, you know a part of my life. And so I was alone. And as far as I knew, there was no other giant monster fans around. And so getting in touch with people and actually getting to uh, interact with people who love the same things that I love and and are fans of the same movies I'm a fan of it's like wow that's that's great and so we want to celebrate that we want to share you know every you know everything that we love with other people who also love it and kind of connect each other in that way
0: mhm and one thing and i wanted to point this out so i think this is a great time one thing i love is and i'm not trying to bash G in here um, I'm subscribed to it. I you know, I read I read the articles, they're very interesting and I like them. But G fan has spec- like really home homed in on G fan, Godzilla fan, gamera fan, whichever you mm-hmm. want to pick. While kaiju ramen kaiju means strange beasts. Mm-hmm. You know, ramen just means it's a tasty, amazing food that everybody loves.
1: <laughs>
0: so what what the magazine is really homing in on is this amazing genre that is kaiju films and kaiju tv and you know art and all of this and I really love that aspect that the name alone is trying to be open and welcoming mm-hmm. to anything, you know, common writer, Sentai, Ultraman um, super Inframan, Yeti, mm-hmm. you know, and I yep. love. That. I love that part. Is you guys have been very clear with the naming and how things are going. That you are willing to do anything Tokusatsu related for the or kaiju related for the magazine, and I think that's yeah, a really amazing thing.
1: Yeah, um, I always associate. Uh, I, I when I think of. Ramen. Uh, I, for some reason, I always think of like the the uh, chicken noodle soup for the soul, um, and ramen is kind of like the Japanese equivalent of that of the of of chicken noodle soup for the soul because it's one of those things that just warms you up from the inside out when you eat it. It's so so delicious and and just uh, great. And so associating that with this, uh, you know, with this magazine, it. It is kind of like giving you the idea of like this is supposed to be something that's just like feel good. It makes you feel good by reading it, and so uh, yeah. And and it, I, and I do want people who who maybe are going to check out the magazine. I want to uh, let them know, like uh, you're saying, Elijah, that we are planning on embracing. All of the different levels of kaiju and tokusatsu. So we are going to do Kamen Rider. We are going to do Gamera. We are going to do things. Now, our first issue is Godzilla heavy. and, and, and Well, at least Toho heavy. Our second issue is also going to be a little Godzilla heavy. Because Godzilla versus Kong is coming. Mm-hmm. Finally, after all this time. Finally, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Hopefully, we are finally going to get to see Godzilla versus Kong. I don't care. I don't even care if it's good or bad. I just want to see it. But, uh, so because of that, and and of course we have Godzilla Singular Point. um, IDW announced a whole bunch of new Godzilla comic books. So, there's a lot of stuff going on with Godzilla. There's not a lot going on with Gamera at the moment. At least at the moment. Um, So, yes, our first few issues our first couple of issues are going to have a lot more Godzilla stuff uh, we're going to lean that direction but that's not saying that we're not going to cover the other stuff we will we definitely will because because we're a fan of all of it we're not a, we're not just Godzilla fans uh me and Michael the ones we, um, we're the ones who are spearheading this magazine um we're we're interested in all kinds of stuff our our first magazine uh, our first issue has um uh, at least at the moment, uh, we haven't finalized everything, but uh, it has an original story, kaiju story from Danny Demana, And uh, we have some original kaiju content from Henry uh, Winston, whose hosts. Uh, it came from a monster movie podcast. So we have even original kaiju content that's going into the magazine. So it's not just Godzilla. It's not just Toho. We are going to celebrate tokusatsu and kaiju in all of its forms.
0: And that, I really love that aspect. That, that honestly, speaking as a fan of the magazine, um, just from what I've seen, that is my favorite part, is how the people behind it love tokusatsu, and they want to share that love and promote love of this stuff in a unified community. And that—that's honestly my favorite part. If I'm going to be pretty honest here, that—that's probably what I pick. Yeah, I was going to ask. So it's how how I think it's two hundred and fifty percent now. But when you announced Kaiju Ramen, and you you know looked at everything, you realized I need to get on Kickstarter and uh, fund this. Right. Why uh, did you pick Kickstarter?
1: Um, I had had uh, experience with Kickstarter. Um, I had uh, used Kickstarter to do a personal comic book that I had done, which was is not kaiju related at all. It's actually a Western um, cowboy type uh, comic book. But um, I so I had used Kickstarter before, so I was already familiar with it. Also, I think there's a little bit more um, respectability in Kickstarter um, as opposed to some other um, crowdfunding. Uh, sites and, and apps and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's why I went with Kickstarter. I understand that there are some people who don't trust Kickstarter or don't like Kickstarter, and I understand why. But just for for our purposes, it was the easiest one to do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, we, we launched on Kickstarter, and the reason why we did crowdfunding, period, was because, you know, me and Michael had this idea for the magazine, and, and and Michael and I absolutely am not taking credit away from Michael. He has definitely been a huge part of the magazine. But uh, I always say that he kind of uh, I, I'm an ideas guy, and so I have these ideas, and then I my brain goes like a freight train, and you either hop on or you get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's that's kind of how my brain works, and Michael. For, uh, with, in all of his patience and everything with, with me, was willing to hop on (laughs) the train and, and be a part of it. And so, uh, so yeah, we, uh, but both of us are not financially in a place where we can run a magazine or at least get it started completely on our own. Mm -hmm. We needed, we needed to have some kind of, uh, support, some kind of crowdfunding. Because, um, uh, yeah, we just, we needed it. And, and that's one of the reasons why we went with digital. We're doing, this magazine is completely digital. Um, there is going to be a special printed edition for people who support the Kickstarter uh, for the first issue, but there's not going to be any printed issues moving forward. Uh, it is completely digital. Uh, and and we're doing that because there's, there's not a lot of startup cost. On it, there's not a lot of overhead on it. So we added together, you know, what how much we were going to need to to run a website, be able to sell digital copies, pay our writers and artists because we definitely believe in paying all of our writers and artists. Um, high, you know, get people to, who are willing to help us write the articles and, and make it look pretty, and uh, and so we gathered up all of the the cost for that, and so we set our goal. Relatively low, because I've seen kickstarters that you know are way, way high, and uh, and and they don't always make their goal. So we set our goal kind of low, and within the first twenty-four hours, we had already passed that goal, Mm -hmm. and and it was just amazing. I cannot believe. And now we are uh, we are two hundred and thirty percent funded, which means we have more than doubled. The, the amount that we were asking for. And of course, there's you know, wonderful um, there's wonderful rewards for people who support the magazine because we wanted to give something back. We didn't want you just to support us for you know and, and not get something in return. So there are definitely wonderful rewards. Um, Lisa Nafziger, who is a great Kaiju artist, she has helped us with some one of the rewards and so has Tanner Wright. He did um, a, a print of uh, a poster print that is going to be included uh, for people who support the magazine at a certain level, uh, and so yeah, and we're doing we're doing T-shirts for people who support at some of the higher tiers and things like that. So so yeah, we're we're uh, we're offering a lot of great things to people who support us on Kickstarter. But it's just it still blows me away that so many people have been supportive of it.
0: Yeah, it really shows the. Unity in the community here. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's been just nothing but positivity and love from everyone, and and I've I've just been uh, I I try to post updates on the Twitter account because we have a specific Twitter account for Kaiju Ramen. It's Kaiju underscore Ramen, and uh, and. At a certain point, we were breaking through so many. We were crossing so many goals and so many um, uh, checkpoints, or, or I don't know what what the word not not necessarily checkpoints, but yeah, milestones uh, in the campaign. In the first week, that it was like getting repetitive for me to constantly get on there and say thank you. <laughs> so it's like I, I don't. I can only say thank you so many times because you know it's like oh I thanked you when we reached our goal, then we crossed you know another. Milestone, and then we cross another, and then we cross another. and It's like, okay, okay, thank you guys. You know, like, keep going. But I, I can't. I'm, I'm running out of things to say (laughs) because I don't know. I don't know what else to say other than thank you, thank you for doing this. And 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 I hope that that uh, the magazine will live up to everyone's expectations because it's kind of got me worried now. Of like, are we going to even live up to everyone's expectations of this thing now?
0: (laughs) Well, I personally think you will.
1: Yeah, and you have seen some of the some of the articles and stuff that's in the magazine, so you know at least uh, some of what it's going to look like.
0: Yeah, I, I've been I I've been privileged by you to to have some sneak peeks, and <laughs> I can honestly say, I I think the formatting is great. There's a lot of great content, and I mean the cover alone, um, Sean McGinnis. I love mm-hmm. his figure photography. How he turns it into art, I just mm-hmm. love that. Um, oh yeah,
1: yeah. He reached out um, to he he actually when talking about doing the magazine. He reached out to us and was like, "Hey, I want to help you guys out and and do the cover art." And and of course, yeah, you know, we commissioned him. We, we made sure to compensate him for it. Um, but he but he really he really did it out of the just the love out of his own heart because um, he reached out to us and he did such an amazing job. I really love the cover art. I love the artwork. that I I love his artwork in general. Like you said, I love what he does, but just seeing what he's done with the cover is just amazing.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, I feel like there's so many, like, there's so much lore here. Can you explain to us how exactly you did Kaiju Ramen like? What What is the production history of this first article? If you can share that, uh,
1: of the the first issue. Yes. Um. I mean, it's it came together pretty quickly, and, and and that's what's another thing that has surprised me is how quickly it has all come together. Um. The idea for it, I don't even remember exactly when it was, but it, it was it was just a. Probably in September.
0: Yeah, I was thinking of September. Whenever you messaged me.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, in September, I had the idea, uh, and I messaged Michael, and I was like, "Hey, you know, um, we might be able to do a a fan magazine, kind of like G Fan, and people seem to want, you know, something an alternative to G Fan, something something a little bit different. Uh, so why don't why don't we look into what we can do? And so we. Both did a lot of research into what it takes to print a magazine, what it takes to, to you know, to publish a magazine. What it, what's the best ways of doing it, all that kind of stuff. And and so that started the ball rolling. I started reaching out to all of our friends, you, Nathan, Danny, uh, Chris from Gargantucast, and all that. And I started asking, I said, can can you guys write articles for this magazine that we have an idea for, and. They wrote just some amazing, amazing articles. Um, uh, Chris from Gargantucast, Chris McDonald, uh, he, he uh, wrote an article that is all about the kaiju community and their feelings during COVID because everyone has been affected by COVID in different ways. And some have been... Uh, I, no one's enjoyed it. No, you know, obviously, this is a terrible thing. But some have have managed uh, to to maintain their joy, maintain their excitement, maintain their their enthusiasm for for kaiju movies, kaiju and tokusatsu during COVID. COVID has kind of helped foster some of it because, you know, now that people have more time to sit and watch these things where they might have been too busy before. Um, but then some, some people have actually had really, really hard times and, and they've, and and they feel more isolated from the community than they ever have before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And without having G Fest, without having Comic-Con, without having these avenues for people, the the fans to meet each other and see each other, it's it people are feeling really isolated. And so I wanted to kind of capture that and and not necessarily say this is how you should take care of that. It's it's not it's not an article that's saying how to deal with, with the feelings of isolation. It's just a way for people who are feeling that way to express themselves and express the feelings that they're having. And uh and so I wanted, you know. Uh, Chris McDonald to write that article, and he did a great job. And he gathered up all these, all the different people um, gave him a di- different ones, gave him their experiences during COVID. And so that's a part of our first issue. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, so so we had a bunch. We had our team together. We had um, yeah, we had a plan. I, mean, I set and I cranked out the the uh, kind of like the the script. For the magazine, listing out what each article is going to be, where it was going to fit in the magazine, who was responsible for it, all that kind of stuff, listed all that out. And, and so then it's just been a matter of, you know, when when uh, one of the writers finishes work on their article, they, they email it to me and I will... Uh, double check it. Make sure everything's spelled right. Make sure everything's you know uh, everything looks good. I've had to do some editing on a few things just to save either space or uh, to to streamline a few things. But you know I've always made sure that that the integrity of the article is still there. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we we me and Michael will do the formatting, which will lay it out you know the visually with pictures and and photographs and things like that and artwork from different artists who have been so generous we had uh there's a an artist named uh u.s i think is how you say his name um u.s abadios who reached out and said hey here's a here's a folder of all of my or, or at least uh, uh, some of my kaiju related art and you guys can use it in your magazine anywhere you want for free as long as, you know, you just make sure to put my name with it. And I was like, whoa. It's like he just gave us this whole big file, this folder full of artwork. And it's like, okay, uh, thank you. <laughs> and so we start. We put those to kind of enhance some of the articles too. And, uh, yeah, and now everything's pretty much done with the magazine. And, and we're – the first issue comes out January 1st, so – uh, everything's pretty much done. We've got a few little things left to do, but everything's ready to go.
0: That's awesome to hear. Honestly, every time I hear you talk about it, I start to get more excited. <laughs> I and I, I need to know. Speaking as the representative for Kaiju Ramen, what would you say people can expect from the magazine?
1: Um, they can expect to hear about giant monster movies and the giant monster community from voices within the community. Um, one of the things I'm really excited about that's not in this um, in the first issue, but is we we've already because we smashed our our Kickstarter goal, we were like, well, we need to go ahead and start working on issue two, which we're going to be quarterly. Uh, I didn't mention that um, already. Uh, if I haven't mentioned that already, uh, so that that helps because because me and Michael are doing all of the work. We don't have a team. It's of of people doing the the layouts and the publishing and everything. We have you know writers and stuff, but we don't. We're doing all of the work, putting it together. Uh, it was just easier for us to be quarterly. But uh but so you know that's that's just the way it is. Uh, it's gonna to have to be quarterly for a while. But um the second issue we have an article that is going to be featured that is an open letter from uh Kaiju Hime, who is a just amazing artist. She does amazing, amazing art. Um, and it's, and it's, a lot of it is adorable art, <laughs> too, because she, she does a lot of really cute art. Um, but, but she doesn't just do cutesy stuff, but she, she does a lot of cute art. She wrote an open letter to uh, fans in the community who identify as female. Because we, me and Michael, recognize that the fandom is male-dominated. And I don't mean male dominated necessarily, that we're we, we, not all of us intentionally exclude uh, female fans, but the male voices tend to be the loudest. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes our voices in our enthusiasm for these movies, because we love them so much, we tend to drown out the female voices who also love these movies. And so I w- I reached out to Kaiju Hime and I was like, uh, we want to. We want female fans and and, want, and people who identify as female to recognize that we know you're out there. We want you to love these movies as much as we do. We want you to know that we respect you, and we want you to know that you're you're heard, that you are heard, and that you're appreciated. And so, I wanted. I asked her, "Can you write like an open letter, expressing that to people?" Uh, in the community, and so she has done that. She's already sent me the first draft of her open letter, and uh, it's it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing, and so that I'm really excited about. So, yeah, when when I'm trying to explain and I say you're going to hear different people's voices in this magazine, because it's not just me and Michael writing the articles. It is people from all different backgrounds, all different sides of of the 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 arguments on things, um, a future issue we plan on doing because of the a big debate over uh, uh, whether going to the theaters and watching a movie or staying at home and streaming it at home. We wanted to highlight both sides of the argument and and not really argument, but just kind of highlight the experiences of people who do watch these movies and watch a movie in theaters now and t- will, are willing to take the risk to go to the theaters, and the ones who are willing to stay home and watch it at home. And so we've got that coming up, that's going to be an article. So we're, we're, we're not about picking a side or pushing one side over the other, we're about embracing everyone.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's really notable. Um, so you're, you're really touching on it, and I just want to elaborate a little more. What is your hope for Kaiju Ramen in the future?
1: Um, my hope is that people will read it. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's that's. I mean, that's as as much as anyone who ha, you know makes um uh, a magazine or a fan magazine uh, could ask for is that people read it and enjoy it. Um, my hope is that eventually we can get enough people who are subscribers to. The magazine, um, who are interested in the magazine, that we can, that we can turn it into uh, into a more than a than a quarterly magazine. I would love to do it monthly. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't. That's I, that is way that ha, that has to be a good bit in the future because there's no way we can do it right now. It has to be quarterly right now. But if we get enough people who are interested in it. And who are willing to listen to it, or willing to read it. I mean, uh, then we we could we we there is potential there to turn it into a, a monthly publication, having it having printed editions uh, for people who are interested in having printed editions. Um, I still want it to be primarily digital, but I wouldn't mind doing a limited uh, printed edition for so many you know people who are interested in it. Uh, so yeah, it, it's it, there are goals that we have. Um, we have plans for the future, but really it's all about just having fun. It's really just all about having fun with the giant monster genre. Mm-hmm.
0: I know personally, I am a huge I, I'm i hoping that you can get enough so there's printed editions because I'm an old person in, in, at heart. <laughs> and it It's just something about holding it is just magical yeah so yeah I'm hoping your hope comes true about a limited printed edition of article or uh, issues.
1: Yeah I, w- I would love to I, w- I would love to do that. Um, it just we it's one of those things that has to be cost effective. Uh, and I, I hate sounding so businesslike because we are just like we're just a couple of guys who are making uh, this magazine because of the passion we have. So I hate getting all businesslike on it. But but it, but yeah, we have to weigh the expenses versus the the earnings from it, and whether it's whether we can manage doing something like that and still. Uh, be able to function, <laughs> uh, and so so uh, so yeah. So we have to we have to we'd have to have a good bit of support for it. Um, just maintaining our website costs just to maintain our, our website for the magazine, which is KaijuRamenMagazine.com, Uh and that you can also buy issues on there. Um, right now, we don't have any issues on there because the first one comes out in January. But once they do start coming, you can buy. Uh, issues on there, even old issues and stuff. So, um, so, but maintaining that does cost money. Mm. Paying the artists and writers costs money, uh, and, and so we need to make sure that it's cost effective. Uh, whatever we do, that's why we were we stuck. We're we're trying to stick with digital because it's the easiest and most cost effective way for two guys who are just doing this out of the passion and love for. The movies and and for the people that we're writing about, but you never know, you never know,
0: right? Now, out of curiosity, you mentioned the cost and you know everything being cost effective. What's been the biggest challenge for making kaiju Roman a thing? Was it the cost or like what was? It?
1: Um, I would I would say well the cost is definitely is definitely a challenge that we have to you know that that we've had to deal with but but that's more that's an easy challenge to face because we can write it down and say okay here's here's how much it's going to cost to do it and so we have a goal in how, and how and and we know what we need to achieve to to get over that hump the challenge that has uh, come up that we we didn't know was going to come up or at least we, we weren't uh I, I guess it's not really unexpected, but but it's just normal life things. Mm-hmm. Normal everyday life things. Um Michael is uh has a has a day job that he works uh and and I have a day job uh that I do and uh Michael is married and has family responsibilities and I have a cat <laughs> uh, but but you know I, I have responsibilities and stuff too and so Trying to balance those responsibilities while still working on the magazine and getting it done and making sure that this work doesn't suffer because we're uh we we're trying to balance too much uh that has been a big challenge mm-hmm. and I think that's that's probably the biggest one is just trying to maintain that balance of of making sure that we're putting out top notch work into the magazine but also not letting our lives suffer because of it
0: right now we, we just kind of i'm gonna try and do a positivity sandwich here um, <laughs>
1: so,
0: what was the biggest reward from kaiju ramen so far
1: um for me personally and and, and and i love all of the articles that we got from people and i love reading them and i've i've definitely like i said i, I have um I've talked about that enough, so so I won't even mention any more about that, but one of the big uh, things that I have enjoyed the most about this is doing the layouts and designing the articles because I have always – I've, I've been interested in graphic design. Never thought that I was one that I could do graphic design. And then when I started trying, actually trying to, and I was like, well, this magazine actually gives me a chance to practice my graphic design skills and stuff. And so uh, I've actually had a lot of fun doing the layouts for the for the articles. I like when people, when when I get the articles sent to me I'm like yes, I can now sit and and like start working on the visuals and start laying it out and everything. It's fun. Some of sometimes it's really challenging and sometimes it's been really annoying to try to get it all to fit together and and work together. Um and I'm still and and for anyone who's who is a graphic design uh, who is is as by trade, who is into graphic design by trade, if you do read this magazine, you may notice that I am not uh, professional, or at least not as tr- well-trained as, uh, as, as others are, and, and, we- and it's a learning curve. So that's one of the things that's been a challenge, but also been really fun, of me trying to learn this skill and make it look professional. Uh, and learn how to do that. and And Michael is a graphic designer by trade. So he's always there to make sure it looks good. So people don't don't worry about it not looking good because because Michael's there to make sure. but the but me actually personally getting my hands in there and actually doing it has been a lot of fun.
0: Um, I, I can say since I've seen a bit that the layout is really good. I do like it.
1: Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. I, I see. I see all the mistakes. I'm just hoping no one notices the mistakes.
0: <laughs> I mean, let's let's be honest here. Everybody sees their work and thinks it's ten times worse than it actually is. I think yeah. that's the actual statistic. I could be wrong.
1: I I am. I'm a perfectionist, and so when something doesn't doesn't isn't 100% perfect. I always, I'm like, I hate it. I hate it. But I also am a realist because I'm like, I know it has to go out. I know I can't sit here and fiddle with it forever mm. because it has to be done. So there is a point where I just have to let go and like, and let it go out to people. But at the same time, it's like, uh, but, but I still want to, I still want to just sit there and just adjust that one little thing.
0: <laughs> so right of curiosity, what's the biggest takeaway from the first issue of kaiju ramen that you got
1: Hmm. the big takeaway
0: can you tell us or is that something you want to stay a surprise
1: um no i mean we don't really have any surprises cuz cuz we've really talked about this first issue um everything in it pretty I mean, I haven't I haven't spoiled the articles themselves, but I have definitely talked about what's in the issue. Um, so there's no real surprises. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of the surprises are going to be the the artwork that's there, um, because like I said, you know, I, we, I can explain that U.S. and Lisa Neffsiger and and Tanner Wright and all them did artwork for this, but. Until you see it, you're not. You really just don't. You don't even realize how good it is. Um, so the artwork is going to be just amazing. The articles are going to be great. Um, there's no surprises with the articles because, like we said, like I said, we've talked about those. But the artwork that's in there, um, I have had a little bit of fun with some of the designs, uh, especially the contents page. Uh, recently, I had the idea that why, since it's called Kaiju Ramen what if the contents page that tells you what's in the magazine looks like a, a menu from a ramen restaurant? And
0: I love that. I love that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so that's how I designed it. So I, so if when you get the magazine, when people get the magazine, they can open up, it's going to look the, the contents page. The, the first thing you see when you open it is going to look like a mag, a, a menu from a ramen shop.
0: That's awesome. I love that. The mind that is Travis Alexander is a wonderful thing, I think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm an ideas guy. Execution, eh, I need help with. But, but, uh, but ideas guy, I, I am.
0: So the last thing um, before we'll kind of transition to kind of closing things out here, how can people get a hold of Kaiju Ramen, or get updates, or support it?
1: Well, um, people can support it by going to Kickstarter and checking out Kaiju Ramen Magazine. Um, If you don't know how to get to it on Kickstarter, you can go to kaijuramenmagazine.com, and on the main homepage for the the website uh there is a big button that says support us on kickstarter that if you click it will take you to the kickstarter directly um and then yeah so support it we have uh, a six dollar level which uh gets you just the magazine by itself so you can just get the, the first issue um ten dollars gets you the issue and the thank you uh, a, th- a special thank you in this in the within the magazine itself um, and, and we have a lot of different tiers. We have a one-year subscription tier um, that we have and and we are definitely going to fulfill because with all of the support that we've gotten, we're definitely funded for the next year. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, people can go to Kickstarter and support it. If you want updates on it, um, you can uh, check out the Twitter uh, because I do try to post regular updates on there and we are uh at kaiju underscore ramen. Um let me double check that before our uh, yeah I feel at like kaiju you ar-
0: kaiju conversations because it's kaiju underscore converse travel
1: traffic- oh. <laughs> 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 well no what it is is kaiju ramen was already taken so there's like you know Cause there are ramen restaurants that are Kaiju themed out there. So it's like, it's right. not an original completely original name. <laughs> so, so yeah, at Kaiju underscore ramen, uh, they can follow that. Uh, you can also follow the podcast. Um, my podcast, uh, and mine and Michael's, uh, Kaiju weekly at Kaiju weekly on Twitter. And we, we, you know, I, I get on there all the time and I'm posting updates and weird little things. um, see me see me gush about uh Juggless juggler from ultraman z and ultraman orb uh or you know gush about common rider or see me constantly retweet every yeti uh reference that that elijah sends my way and uh, <laughs> so yeah but yeah that's that's the ways to to keep in touch and, and keep up to date
0: so definitely check those out. Um, There's a lot of potential and a lot of amazing stuff coming from the Kaiju Ramen way. Now, I've got just a few more questions here. And this is directed mostly at you. So the first one is... Well, I
1: hope they're directed mostly at me, (laughs) because I don't know if my cat can give you a proper answer to some of those questions.
0: (laughs) So... What is your favorite moment so far being really part of the kaiju community since you've now been here for well over a year? Like, in it. What's uh, your
1: best Hands down, it has to be kaiju quarantine, which we didn't even talk about. And I, and that's going to get into a whole discussion that we, I, we just don't have time for. Um, but kaiju quarantine, just real quick. A a movie marathon live stream that uh, me and a bunch of other podcasters, including yourself, uh, put together to help people kind of deal with the isolation and everything and all the the negative feelings um, that came from COVID and being uh, under lockdown and stuff. That was a lot of fun. The first one was a lot of fun. The second time around was next level just Chaos, but in the best way possible, and I never laughed so hard in my life. And, and it just that so that has been my favorite my favorite moment since coming into the into the uh, kaiju fandom, you know, fully the way I, I have been for the last year or so uh, is getting to watch those movies with a bunch of other great people and getting to laugh and enjoy myself.
0: You know, I heard during the third one there was a great music video.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> great, great. Weird, weird guy though. He had a little monkey friend that was throwing things. And I, I...
0: <laughs> also, do you think it's appropriate to classify you as a kaiju community entrepreneur? You've done a live stream, a podcast, now a website and a magazine?
1: Uh no, I would not classify myself that way. Um <laughs> I mean people can call me whatever they want, uh, <laughs> either to my face or behind my back. But but uh no, I am I am an ideas guy. That is, that is really what it is, because all of those things would not exist if it was just left up to me. If it was just me and just my idea, it would just be an idea and nothing else. There, were, it would never come to fruition. It's it's the the people who are willing to hop on my crazy train and and ride it, you know, and and help me achieve the the ideas that I had. Um, just you know, the the kaiju quarantine live stream thing, just reaching out to other podcasters, and then Rob and Kyle from Tokyo lives stepped up and did a lot of the work for that first one and then Rob did a lot of work for the second one and then then you Elijah did a lot of work for the third one so you guys are doing all this work for it even though I was the one who kind of like had the idea for it and and Kaiju Ramen is the same way it's like I've had the idea and then then I've had you know then all these writers and artists and stuff are reaching out and they're like hey I want to do this I want to help you I want to make you know make this happen and and the podcast too like again I would not have done the podcast just by myself. I needed someone else, and Stephen stepped up and helped me, and, and Michael has stepped up and helped me, and without them, it wouldn't have happened. So, so I, I, don't, I definitely don't want to call myself an entrepreneur, a kaiju entrepreneur or whatever, because I'm just the ideas guy, and I have a lot of great friends and a great people that are willing to step in and help help me achieve those ideas and make those ideas a reality.
0: That's fair. Now, if somebody wanted to follow in your footsteps, what advice would you give somebody right now?
1: <laughs> uh, don't <laughs> don't follow in my footsteps. Um, there's there is a much better way of doing things than than following in my footsteps. Um, I mean, following in my footsteps. I, I guess if you if you want to start a podcast. Um, if we're talking about the podcast specifically, make sure that you're, you're doing it for the right reasons, that you're having fun with it. That is, that is I, you can, if you ask podcasters what their, what their advice is in getting started, a lot of them will tell you, make sure it's something that you're passionate about. Make sure it's, uh, that you, you have semi decent equipment so that you do sound okay. You know, it doesn't have to be expensive. My stuff is not expensive at all. Um, and you don't have to use any kind of you know fancy equipment or anything like that. But, but uh, my big thing is, if it wasn't fun to do, I wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Because I, I'm not making any money from the podcast. I really am not. And so it really is just to have fun. And me and Michael have fun with it. And, and, and on one hand, I love the fact that, I, that we have people who listen to it. On the other hand, if no one listened to it, I still would want to do it just because it's so much fun to do. Yeah. So that's that's my biggest uh, advice for people is if you're going to if you're going to be like me, and do a podcast about anything, make sure that you have fun with it. And and, and I think that's a, a the same advice I would give for the magazine, for starting a website, for anything like that make sure that you're having fun with it because if you're not then it's not worth doing find something else find something that you're that you and, and it's going to be work and it's going to be stressful at times because doing anything creative is stressful so don't take the stress of making something creative uh, as as a sign that you're not having fun if you're still having fun with it but you know but it's, it's still a stressful thing that's fine but just make sure that you're having fun with it
0: mhm that's that's great advice. Now, I've got one last question here, and it is the most important question I think I have ever asked you.
1: Uh-oh.
0: Who's your favorite kaiju podcaster?
1: <laughs> mhm. Well, let me think. You know, I, 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 Rob I, is so much fun to listen to that I just, I, I don't know. I really, I really, uh, I got to go with Rob from um, Tokyo Libs. Um. How <laughs>
0: about a podcast that's got kaiju in its name?
1: <laughs> of course, Elijah. Of course, you are my favorite, one of my favorite people in general. <laughs> Just, just in gen, not just podcasters, but just in general, one of my favorite people uh, to interact with uh, on a daily basis. Pretty much, we are interacting with each other, and and it is great. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> Listen, for all you listeners, I didn't force him to say that. I totally <laughs> did not expect and want him to say me. Just for the record.
1: Yeah, it's not, it's not called <laughs> entrapment or anything. Um, <laughs> uh,
0: no, but it's, it's awesome to be able to do stuff like this. Um, I've been really wanting to get you on for a while, and I'm happy that I finally was able to figure out exactly what I think could cause a great discussion and a great episode. So thank you, Travis, for being yeah. on. And,
1: absolutely
0: and dealing with my yeti shenanigans
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeti is just one of those things that I, we, I, I can't get rid of I cannot get rid of it no, now much. now it is and and the thing is on, on Kaiju weekly we have never actually reviewed yeti on the podcast but yet, we are now known as the Yeti podcast for some reason. And a big reason uh, for that is you <laughs> because I have a, a lot of enthusiasm for it, but you have just kept it alive by your constant tweets and, and everything.
0: <laughs> it's an obsession, just like butt rockets.
1: Yeah. It's another one that we can't get rid of.
0: Speaking of which, I need to send another email. 'Cause I, I need to bring it back, you know. Oh no. It, it's just it when there's an episode of Kaiju Weekly that doesn't have it, it's just like it's empty. There hasn't yeah. been any butt rockets shot up a a monster or nipples being talked about that are just so luscious in
1: here. <laughs> now look, look, okay. okay. Now I gotta say I'm gonna say this. Um and this and this will probably be in closing and this goes into what we're talking about, the joy of doing it uh we were contacted when we were do when we launched our kickstarter uh and it was a father who said hey you know i'm pledging to the kickstarter but uh the in the in the thank you section of, of the magazine i'd like my son's name instead of my name because he loves giant monster movies and he loves your podcast and i was like oh cool that's that's great you know and and i was like you yeah, know how how uh um uh, how old is he what's his name And and his name is Alex, and he's 11 years old. 11 years old, and he loves my podcast, mine and Michael's podcast, and listens to it. And it's like, that is the cutest thing, and I love it, and I love that, and I cannot believe that. And so... We got to dial back some of the yeti nipple and butt rocket <laughs> things because we got an 11-year-old who's listening to us now.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm going to just going to quote Michael here. It is kind of just with the podcast, you know, you know what you're getting into now, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like at this point, yeah, you know what you're getting into No, but the 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 podcast is great and and we love we love that we have people who are actually listening and support us and it's great
0: yeah and i you know now i'm i'm just going to take a second to kind of talk about your podcast um i know we did at the beginning but i just i really want to dive into this just slightly here i know we're we're wrapping it up here but i just kind of wanted to to mention this um speaking not as you as a guest Or as a good friend or just another podcaster speaking as a fan and viewer I have found so much enjoyment and I've laughed so much and you know I've thoroughly enjoyed kaiju weekly so much
1: (laughs) well thank you
0: I, I know I shared with you my Spotify like my top podcast is kaiju weekly and there was, like, a whole day. I listened to, like, four episodes in one day. Oh, wow. And it's – I just – there is a special thing that I just love about your podcast. And both you and Michael – we haven't talked a lot about Michael here. Um, but both of you are such great people and so entertaining that if anybody here – that's listening to this, all 12 listeners that I think I might have.
1: <laughs> hey, that's my shtick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I came up with it first,
1: but I. Never, uh, <laughs> but
0: I, I highly recommend Kaiju Weekly, it's, it is my definitive Kaiju podcast I listen to.
1: Well, thank you. because because i I always say it. And Michael gets mad whenever I say it because he 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 takes umbrage with me, calling him uh, this. But I always say we're just a couple of idiots talking about these movies. We're not We're not trying to be experts we're not trying to be anything special we're just a couple of idiots who love giant monsters and love talking about the movies and and have fun with them i mean our podcast we use godzuki as our rating system we give five godzukis uh as a score and and that just shows that we're not taking ourselves too seriously um we'll we'll definitely take the movie seriously we don't we don't laugh or you know we don't we don't uh, treat them as, you know, oh, the dumb, cheesy monster movies. Like, no, they, we do take the movie seriously, but we don't take ourselves too seriously. Mm-hmm. And some of the best moments I think that we've had on the podcast uh, is when I will say something really stupid and random. <laughs> just on purpose to throw Michael off, and he will just have this moment of pause, and then you'll just hear him. <sighs> Or he'll start laughing, but yeah, it's just, but there's always a pause, and that pause is what makes me laugh, because it's like him processing my ridiculousness, (laughs) and I love it.
0: I mean, Michael is everybody's favorite co-host,
1: right? Co-host! Co-host with the mo-host!
0: <laughs> I was wait because I, I knew I had to get that in here somewhere.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now anybody who wants to know what that's a reference to. Um, yeah, Michael. Michael doesn't spell check. His stuff, and he was typing um, out the descriptions of our podcasts, and uh, he put himself as the co-host. And instead of, you know, because instead of me going in there and editing it myself, because I do have that ability to go in there and edit it, or you know, sending it to him and saying, "Hey, Michael, um, you know, there's a there's a typo here. You might want to change that." Uh, I decided to tweet it out to everyone and say, "Hey, <laughs> hey." look at this isn't this silly <laughs> and just say that Michael is I could not ask for a better co-host than him
0: <laughs> well I think that's a great note, uh, thing to note to end it on I had an issue there speaking <laughs> um, so Travis you already did it once but t- two times is a great number where can we find you where can we find the podcast? Where can we find Kaiju Ramen? Plug anything and everything you want.
1: Yeah, so um, you can follow me at Kaiju Weekly. Um, Michael also has access to that, but he, he tends to stay in his lane. Uh, and, and let me <laughs> let me uh, uh, run the show on that Twitter account because uh, I, 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 I do so much more on the Kaiju Weekly Twitter. Um, you can find Kaiju Weekly um, on... Any of the podcast apps that you listen to, uh, Spotify, Apple, podcasting, whatever that they change their, uh, their podcasting app to. Uh, and uh, yeah, and you can, you can go to kaiju Ramen that is the website. And, and our information for our podcast is on there too. But if you if you want to know more about the magazine, uh, we have an abouts page. We have a contact page that you can reach us. And, of course, there is the, the uh, link there to the Kickstarter that you can click on um, to uh, yeah to go and support. Please go and support Kaiji Ramen because uh, we, we, uh, we, even though we've achieved our goal and we know we're funded for the next year, every little bit helps to keep us going. And we want to do this for as long as we can. So the more support we get from people now means we can keep going in the future. So uh, so yeah, go support that. Um, and yeah, and I think that's everything.
0: All righty. Well, then uh, I guess I'll go ahead and plug the podcast myself. And then I'll let you get off of here and enjoy the rest of your evening.
1: <laughs> All right, <laughs>
0: so hi I'm Elijah I've I'm the host here and I like talking to people <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: you can find me on Twitter at et13 productions um, you can find me on Instagram and YouTube at et13 productions for all of your kaiju desires that you want to hear me post or talk about or do whatever um, I can't I don't know why you would. You know, take my word, but I mean, go for it if you want to.
1: <laughs> now, I, I I I have to I have to jump in here because you um you you wrote a little bit for uh, the the first issue of the magazine, but and you're also helping us out uh, on uh, future issues. So we did put a little uh, bio for you at the front of the magazine, and so. I think we can do better than I'm Elijah and I like to talk to people. Um, <laughs> so let's, 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 let me pull this up real quick and I will read the bio that we have for uh, Elijah uh, for uh, that. We have in Kaiju ramen. Uh, so uh, Elijah Thomas is a writer and podcaster who is, dedicated to researching kaiju media and its impact on the world. He hosts the Kaiju Conversation podcast and moderates one of the largest kaiju themed Discord servers. Read his articles at www.godzilla-movies.com. That
0: that How's that, that? That, that was pretty thorough. <laughs> <laughs> and I also have a personal Twitter. I don't, I mean, you can follow it. Um, I just post random thoughts of mine. Um, It is called, I think, In the Mind of One Elijah Thomas. So, you know, it's whatever's going up in my head at the time. And that's E. Thomas 1975. Um, But as for the podcast, don't forget to rate us in iTunes. That boosts our ratings and helps us get recommended to more people just like you. If you don't have an Apple device, which I don't blame you, I don't, you can tweet us and follow us on Twitter at K-A-I-J-U underscore C-O-N-V-E-R-S. If you don't have either, like, you can like us on Facebook or, you know, you can follow us on Instagram. If you're like me before I got into podcasting and you don't have a social media account, you can email us at kaijuconversation at gmail.com. All lowercase, all one word. You know the drill. And as always, we'll read your reviews on air for everybody to hear. We also have merchandise on teespring.com. It's still just our basic logo. Eventually, I'm going to get some custom artwork on there. It's just life And, you know, dealing with everything else that the world is throwing upon us in this great year of 2020. Um, If you'd like to chat with me or anybody else that likes Tokusatsu, you know, discuss opinions, you can join our Discord server. It's very, it's moderately active. It's got a great group of people, 600 plus. It's a lot of fun and a lot of people to relate to. Don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube. You can hit that bell, and you can be notified anytime we upload. I plan on doing some short mini-episodes on there uh, in the near future, and all of our episodes are going to be there, too. A huge thanks to our editor, Rex, for editing all of our episodes. His links can be found in the description below. And please, everybody remember, especially Travis, life is too short to not talk big.